Hi, I'm Kristen Wagner, the Editor-in-Chief of Lehigh Valley Style. Welcome back to the LV Edit, where we take you behind the scenes at the magazine and celebrate life in the Lehigh Valley. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited for you to hear my conversation with my colleague, my friend, and Styles Marketing and Events Manager, Kelly Herzog. Kelly lets listeners in on the magazine's best of the Lehigh Valley journey and shares how the contest and the event have evolved over the last nine years. She tells us what to expect at this year's event on Thursday, July 21st, and even gives listeners an exclusive discount code to use when purchasing tickets. So make sure you listen until the very end of this episode. We're just so excited that events are back and we can't wait to celebrate the best of the Lehigh Valley with all of you later this month. Now let's get into the conversation. Okay, well, welcome Kelly to the LV edit. It took a little convincing, but I'm so happy to have you join me on the podcast. Yes, I'm happy to be here. And it did take some convincing, took, uh, let's see, about four months of convincing <laughs> to get me to be here. But here I am, and I'm happy to be here and happy to talk with you. Oh, <laughs> yes. I had first talked about you coming on back in January or February around best of voting time, but it makes so much sense to have you on now in conjunction with our best of edition and the event coming up and you know, best of is truly your baby and has been for the last, what, nine years? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, something like that. I've, time is just flying. Um, something like that. Yeah, it started in 2014. So and we're in 2022. So it's been quite some time. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I'd, I'd love if you could talk a little bit about your start at the magazine and how there was this budding need for someone to really undertake events and then how that kind of led to the beginning of of best of yeah yeah so I started at the magazine as an intern um in 2011 which is feels like a lifetime ago at this point but I was still in college and I took a marketing internship under Pam Deller our publisher and um, loved it so much and basically did anything I possibly could to get a job at the magazine after I graduated. And there was only a part-time position available after I graduated. Um, So I took the part-time position in 2012. And that was when we kind of did our first ever event. um, And it was just more for fun. It was our first sparkling summer night event that was really just a fun dance party um, at Vision Nightclub uh, at the Sands Mm -hmm. at the time. And Pam and I worked with uh, Jennifer Miller to bring in, oh my goodness, I think it was Smirnoff at the time, our bottle sponsor. And we Mm -hmm. just... (laughs) We, yeah, it was, we had drinks, we had music, there was photo opportunities. I think we had um, a makeup station too. So we really just wanted to throw a fun summer party um, in the summer of 2012. And we did. And then it was such a success. Uh, The following year in 2013, we did Sparkling Summer Night number two. Um, And that was also a success. And we were kind of like, oh, okay, people are loving you know, Lehigh Valley Styles events and they're loving these parties. What can we, 
you know, what can we do a little bit more strategically than just throwing a party for the heck of it? Um, right. So we, Pam and I brainstormed in like in 2013 and kind of came up with, I guess, an event plan for the following year of how we were going to bring the pages to life and best of was one of them. And our first ever best of party was, I think it was July, either June or July of 2014. And some people still say it was the best one to date because it was for Pam and I, it was totally on the fly. We had no idea what we were doing, basically. Um, didn't know much about permitting and licensing and all of the things that you have to do when you're planning events. But we um, we host our first best of event at a hangar at the Lehigh Valley International Airport. And we had uh, J&J Luxury Transportation bring people from parking lots over and it was just this big celebration with the food winners in the airport, in the hangar. And it was truly a really remarkable location and our first real uh, step into doing events and bringing our best of addition to life. And it's pretty much all of our events and best of especially have grown since then. But our first our first trial was um, definitely trial by fire. We didn't know what we were doing, but um, people loved it. And we've kind of grown all of our events since then. Yeah, that I've heard so many stories about that first best of <laughs> event. And I mean, how would you say, obviously, there was a learning curve and like you mentioned, permits and, and everything that goes into it. But how would you say that like the events have evolved over the years um, since that very first one? Well, we've definitely um, become more official with how we do things <laughs> as far mm -hmm. as the permitting and the licensing. We know what we're doing now and we do things as official as possible, which is good. Um, but as far as the event itself, we've definitely tried to tried to stick to the or stay true to the roots of what the party was always intended for. And it was always to celebrate the winners and invite the public to sample food, food and drink from the winners to have local music and dancing and games and celebrations. We've tried to pretty much keep that premise the same over the years, but have definitely tried to grow the amount of food and drink winners at the event each year. Our attendance has grown dramatically. I think we had 200 people attended the first event. And last time we did this pre-pandemic in 2019, I think we had maybe like 580 people. So attendance has really grown over the years. And we just tried to always make it fun and exciting for everybody attending, always trying to do something different, something that the Lehigh Valley hasn't seen whether it be a gigantic coloring wall or um, beauty blender makeup stations or yeah. flash mob dance group, like always trying to do something that is unexpected and not really being done here quite yet. And that's definitely something that we always pride ourselves on doing year after year and keeping it fun and exciting. Yeah, I love how you said that you've tried to to like really celebrating the winners and that that's what you set out to do. So I kind of want to talk about the best of contest and how the physical contest has kind of evolved over the years as well from 
like the range of categories to the voting and, and the local business partici participation. Um, how, how would you say that has evolved? Yeah, so it, I mean, the party all starts with the survey, pretty much. We couldn't do the party without it. And so we started um, the Best of Survey, um, I believe, I think it was always in the beginning of the year, either it was in December or January. And we started with 120 categories, our very first, um, our first year in 2014, 2013, 14, doing it. And we wanted to do categories that weren't boring we thought were fun and interesting and we started off with things like um best country club you wish you belonged to best ice cream you could eat a gallon of and just <laughs> wanted to do really fun categories that people would enjoy voting in um so that kind of we started doing the fun categories like that and then over the years we kind of you know edited some took some out simplified them to just make them easier for everyone uh, to vote in over the years. But um, as far as voting is concerned, we I think we had 2,000 votes the first year. And now in 2022, we had 58,000 votes. So to see the popularity of the contest just explode over the years and to see our businesses in the area just competing over, you know, what categories they want votes in and how excited they get to to share the survey and to, you know, garner those votes. And it's just so cool and exciting to see the traction it's gained in the area. And we started off just kind of organically getting it out to everybody. And it was just kind of, you know, word of mouth or word of email for people mm -hmm. to see, oh, you know, here's the, here's the best of survey. Like here, why don't you go take this or here clients and friends vote for us. And we started to, as a magazine, get a little bit smarter as the years went on and created a marketing toolkit for our businesses to promote themselves, um, to get the votes. And I think that really kind of expanded it a lot and to just, they were able to share, you know, this marketing toolkit on social media and their email. And once it was out there, it just kind of exploded and the votes started coming in and the competition started happening and all the, our local businesses, they wanted to be the best of whatever their category is. And it just became this big, huge thing over the years. And it's definitely contributed to its success. And to see 58,000 votes this year as the most ever is truly remarkable and just exciting. And just talks a lot about the, you know, the, the credibility of the survey and us as a magazine and exciting to see everyone so engaged with it. <laughs> yeah, I was curious, like, to what you attribute that record number of votes. Like, do you think it's partially coming out of the pandemic and, like, everyone being really excited to, like, be out and about and, like, frequenting these businesses and, and really celebrating them? Or do you think it is kind of just, like, the evolution of, of this contest taking on a life of its own? Because, I remember when we hit 20,000 votes several years ago, like being so excited and maybe it's something we're just going to see grow year after year. Yeah, I think it's a combination of both. I think coming out of the pandemic, people just so much want to support the local businesses in any way that they can. And I think this is a great local way to do so. And since we don't allow any kind of 
you know, chain businesses or restaurants, and this is to win this survey, it's truly a locally focused, you know, celebration of businesses. And I think people are just so wanting to support them in any way they can. And I think that has attributed to such a insane growth in the number of votes. And I do think it is just the organic growth of the survey year after year. I think the more, you know, the more people that are moving to the Valley, the more people that are here and, you know, reading the magazine, following us on social media, I think they see these things and, you know, the more people that are engaged with us, the bigger the survey is going to grow, which is truly very exciting. And it's really turned into, um, kind of a social media frenzy, I guess you could say over the years. At first, it was truly never really like that. Um, I guess it was more so through email and just people voting, you know, from word of mouth. But now we've really seen um, people promoting it on social and sharing it on social. And it's, it's interesting to see that that's kind of where the traffic and the engagement has gone, which is exciting that people want to share and talk so much about it. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. It's really cool to see businesses promoting the contest and then it's equally as fun to see them celebrating their win. Like when they get their notifications in the mail, Um, what, what can you say about this year's, like winners' reactions to to getting their notifications, I guess. Yeah. So I, this year in particular, I've loved it, and I've loved it more every year because it feels like it's so funny. It feels like the winning businesses they kind of like they want to they've already won, but they almost want to like win best way that they're sharing their notification. Like (laughs) in years past, they would like take a picture and post it and say like, oh yeah, we won. But now like the amount of time and effort that some of our winners have like gone to or done to actually share their winner notifications. And when I say winner notifications, I'm talking about um, how we notify our winners that they have won um, a Best of the Lehigh Valley category. We always try to do it in some unique and fun way via uh, via the mail. So <laughs> this year it was a box um, of a confetti popper. So when the winner had, um, once they got the box, the confetti popper inside of it was their winning category. So they had to pop the confetti popper to know what category they won in. And also there was a fun little Spotify playlist of celebratory songs and um, a little champagne bottle of bubbles that they could blow. So mm-hmm. when they get these whenever notifications in the mail, like we encourage them to post and share them. But this year they've really like upped the game as far as how they how they were posting. People were creating these like really elaborate reels with, you know, like their staff members like popping the confetti, but then cutting over to like somebody else blowing bubbles. And my favorite part was when they actually pulled the Spotify playlist song and actually from the Spotify playlist that I sent them and they used that in their reel. That was one of my favorite things to see them like really integrating all of that. Um, But it's like just really, really cool to see everybody, you know, sharing their winter notifications in their own unique way and getting really creative and fun with it. And it's everything that we hoped for, for when the winners get these notifications. We want them to be excited. We want them, you know, to just share the, share the love and share the, you know, share the celebration with their followers and us. And it's definitely, you know, it's definitely gone that way. So it's been, 
and you can, I mean, anybody can go on to our tagged um, posts on Instagram and kind of scroll back and look at some of these winter notifications, or they could watch our highlight on our Instagram um, to see some of these. I've saved all of them, all of them mm -hmm. that I could on the highlight reel on Instagram. So anybody could watch them. They're really fun. They're, you know, just lighthearted and something fun to watch. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's such a credit to you as well like how you've managed to keep these notifications creative and fun and, and different each year. Like I think people probably don't realize how much just brainstorming even goes into something as simple as the winter notifications and what's going to be included. And, you know, over the years you've done cookies and you've done golden tickets and it, it's definitely keeps it really exciting for people who are getting those notifications in the mail. Yeah, it's definitely not just like, a, oh, we're going to do this. It's definitely like a very strategic behind the scenes, like me, you, Pam, everybody meeting to <laughs> like kind of brainstorm and be like, all right, how are we, what's something cool we could do? Or what, you know, how are we going to wow people? Or, you know, what's going to be fun? And yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a thought out process and something that, you know, we really enjoy doing for our winners. Totally. And I, I think that's a really great segue event planning process because similarly, I think, you know, I've, I've seen how much goes into planning these events, um, especially best of um, from brainstorming and, and, you know, getting inspiration and doing research um, to then, like you mentioned earlier, securing permits and, and rentals and, and vendors and all of these things. Um, and I know you've had the occasional nightmare along the way because you definitely, you know, put your blood, sweat and tears into this best of event. So I'm wondering if you can kind of walk us through a little bit of that process. Yeah, so it's definitely changed over the years as I've progressed in my career at the magazine and started from not knowing anything to knowing a little bit <laughs> as the years go on. But I think the event used to be for me more of like, it used to be how can we wow people in like the craziest possible way? And that was kind of how I would always tackle best of, but now kind of as I've gone more years into it, I've taken it into more of trying to look at it from an attendee guest perspective of, you know, what do the guests actually want? What's most important to them? What, what do the winners want? What's the best way to honor them at the event and to make them feel special? Or, you know, what kind of food is exactly what the attendees want to eat and try and try to look at it from the attendee aspect and making sure that everybody has the best possible experience while still, you know, having these fun elements and unique things in the wow factor, but really, really looking at it from that attendee point of view and, you know, taking input from years past and integrating it into this year's event and my my favorite or my, probably not my favorite but my uh one of the elements that I'm always concerned about is you know budget and how am I going to create this wow event on a very strict budget so that's something that's always kind of at the forefront of what I'm doing and trying to keep that in check and trying to keep myself in check to not you know have 
people flying down from the ceiling when I can't afford them. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's amazing that you do any of what you do with (laughs) what strict of a budget you have. It's so true. Yeah. I think that's one thing people probably truly don't ever think about or don't ever, you know, wouldn't think about and don't know. Like they probably think we have this massive event budget where you can create these crazy things and it's (laughs) truly not true. Um, We're definitely (laughs) a small business and we kind of, you know, we make work with what we've got and try to do the best we can, which is hard at times, but definitely try to do the best that I can with what I've got. And, you know, we used to have themes for this event. Like we, we had done a Candyland theme. We did um, kind of like a town square theme. And as far as this year is concerned, we're kind of moving away from the themed aspect of it and truly looking at this year's event as a party, like really a celebration of the winners um, just, and, you know, just, celebrating them and not so much focusing on a theme entirely. Um, We've switched locations this year. We're now at the Delta Hotels by Marriott Allentown. So we have a different setting that we'd normally have. So that's definitely kind of changed the party planning process for me for this year, how to, you know, how to do this event in a different space with different, you know, different capacities, different room layouts. And I mean, these are all things you know, no matter what event I'm doing, uh, things to worry about and be concerned about where things going to go in the room. Um, what's, you know, what's the first thing that someone's going to see when they walk through the doors? What's that wow factor? Um, what's the lighting going to be? What, you know, what's the flow of the attendee throughout the room? All, all of those things are kind of like always in the back of my head throughout the whole planning process. And, you know, then, like you said, there's the permitting and the licensing and all the, the nitty gritty back end stuff of, of that. And, you know, how many napkins do I need to purchase or how many utensils and plates and things like that. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's a process and it's, it's, it's exciting and it's fun to get creative with everything that we do. I, I know we always talk about the year where we put Candyland squares on the floor of the Stands <laughs> Event Center and everybody was on their hands and knees putting squares on the ground. And it's just, it's, it's fun to see what we can dream up and create. And I'm excited to, you know, to do it again this year since we haven't, I thought it, in my head, it's been two years, but I think it's longer than that at this point, which is insane to me since uh, pre-pandemic. We haven't had a best of event since 2019 and now it's 2022. So it's exciting and special to be able to bring this back to our readers and our winners and sponsors and just the general public excited to offer this to them again this year. I agree. Oh my gosh. It's been what, three years? That's crazy. It's I know. I know. (laughs) That's yeah, it feels really special and, and really exciting to be back. And I will say that putting the Candyland squares yeah. down on the floor was not as grueling as peeling them up at the end of the night. I oh, remember yes. doing that with Kelly B and just like, you're so tired at the end of the party and working all night. And then you're, we were all on our hands and knees just scraping them back up. 
<laughs> yeah, see, that's what I mean when I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking more in depth now when I do things and not quite so much like we need Candyland squares on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I like that you mentioned like really thinking about events from an attendee's perspective. And I know recently you've been able to attend other city and regional magazine events and really you know, participating them in them as an attendee. And I'm sure that that helps a lot with your research and your brainstorming process. Oh, yeah, totally. Like it's, it's, I'm so happy I was able to attend an event from a fellow city and regional magazine, because I'm always the one planning them for us. I can never truly see it as a guest or as an attendee. But it's and that's just one of the things I love to do just as myself as a human being I just love attending other people's events and getting inspiration and ideas of how we can adapt it and what can we do or hey that's a really good idea we need to add this to our next event and I've definitely learned a few things from that one in particular and I'm definitely going to try to integrate them into this event and yeah just make make it make it the attendee experience as good as I possibly can and you know make sure everybody's informed with everything they need to know and yeah just do do our best to you know make the attendee experience great oh yeah you you always do um and so now talking about this July this event coming um what can locals look forward to at at the party who's going to be there what are what's what can they do all of those things Yes, yeah, so lots of fun things going on for this Best of event. Um, we have a lot of newcomers this year as far as food and drink winners and participants in the party. Um, a few of them, we have Chow Sandwich Shop, we have Local Mama Catering, Home Kitchen. They're all new, uh, new winners and new to being at the party this year. They'll be sampling a ton of great food items. Um, and then we've got our tried and true favorites. We've got Yakos, Menchies, Blue, Torre. All those guys are back again this year. Everyone's favorite. Um, so people will get to sample a whole bunch of um, local eats are the winning eats from the best of winners. Um, like Yakos will have their hot dogs. Menchies will have their frozen yogurt. Chow Sandwich Shop, they will have hoagies, but they are not hoagies. They are heroes. <laughs> um, so people will get to try a whole bunch of different uh, food items from this year's winners. Uh, we also, we've added this year some pop-up shops from non-food winners. So that's really exciting. Um, Forward Thinking Fitness is going to be there and he's going to be doing Fitness Pong, which is definitely going to be a whole lot of fun. If anybody knows Evan, you know he's he's all about the unique and fun. So that's going to be a good time. We've yes. got... We've got Let's Play Books is going to do a little bookstore pop-up. Um, Hello Beautiful is going to do a clothing pop-up. And then BB Desheen is going to do a fun little um, men's salon kind of grooming station, which is different and exciting. So we're integrating um, not just food and drink winners, some of these other winners into the event this year. So that's something to look forward to. Um, we kind of a big deal is we're partnering with, um, Robert Irvine, celebrity chef, Robert Irvine, his spirit brand, Irvine spirits and boardroom spirits are going to be a large part of the event this year. Um, attendees will get to sample, 
uh, pre-made cocktails from Irvine Spirits and Robert Irvine will actually be doing a cocktail demonstration on our stage um, a little bit into the beginning of the event and then attendees will get to actually purchase a bottle of Irvine Spirits at the Fine Wine and Good Spirits pop-up store and then they can meet and greet with him in a special area. So that's something we've never done at our best of events. So that's really fun, exciting, different. Um, the, the boardroom spirits guys are so much fun and they are so excited and on board for all the sampling and the demo. So that'll ha have a fun energy um, for the evening. And then of course we've got our entertainment. Like I said, we really want to have a party this year. So we're kicking off the entertainment with Kendall Conrad um, and then for, for some live music, and then we're going to switch over to DJ Brad Scott, who's going to kind of bring the party and the dance mm -hmm. floor um, a little bit later on. There is an LED dance floor involved this year, so I hope people are ready to, to dance and have a good time because that's the plan. <laughs> if they're not, you're going to have to get it started, Kelly. You know that, right? A hundred percent on board. <laughs> I will, I will absolutely start the dance floor. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much, you know, with some games and activities in the mix, obviously there's going to be a balloon photo op because that's kind of our claim to fame with this event and all of our events. Um, so photo ops, food, drink, dancing, cocktails, it's really going to be a fun night and really exciting and to bring it back again, like I said, from, 2019 to 2022 to just have a fun party like just get people out to celebrate so that's what's on the agenda for gosh in a few weeks <laughs> <laughs> I know we were just talking before this about how it's going to be here before we know it um, and you know we're all so excited to attend and this year after year seems to be a sold out event we seem to be always fielding phone calls day of where people are wondering where they can get their tickets and you know it it's a very sought after <laughs> party to be at so um you actually have a special promo code specifically for our podcast listeners uh can you share what this is yes so anybody listening you can use code pod five and listeners will get five dollars off your ticket order so again, it's pod five, P-O-D five, and you can just put that in on our Eventbrite uh, ticketing platform and that will get you $5 off your ticket order for the event. Amazing. Yeah. And definitely do that soon because like I said, <laughs> tickets can be hard to come by. So um, be sure to go grab yours. And yeah, Kelly, you have your hands full with events right now. So i you know, especially appreciate you taking the time to join me on the podcast, but can you let listeners know what they can mark their calendars for coming up? Because you've got a, a few more things past best of. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we've got, we've got a lot on the docket the next couple of months. <laughs> um, so our best of Lehigh Valley event is Thursday, July 21st. So make sure that gets in your calendar. That's 7 to 10 p.m. at the Delta Hotels by Marriott Allentown. And then seemingly a few short weeks later, um, on Thursday, August 18th, we have our women's networking event. 
Um, this is another annual favorite. It always supports the Perfect Fit for Working Women, um, a program of the YWCA in Allentown. And this year it's going to be at the club at Twin Lakes. Um, used to be Iron Lakes Country Club in Allentown. They've just got a brand new renovation. It's a beautiful space. Um, we also have a brand new partnership this year with a tequila brand, if anybody's into tequila. <laughs> um, so that's Thursday, August 18th, 530 to 730 um, at the club at Twin Lakes, our women's networking event. And then we're so happy to bring back our Whiskey and Fine Spirits Festival. Um, that's going to be Saturday, October 1st at Arts Quest. Um, that was also wildly successful uh, pre-pandemic and everybody gets to try. It's not just whiskey. People tend to think it's just whiskey. It's whiskey and fine spirits. So you've got tequila, gin, rum, everything you can think of. Um, and I mean like over a hundred spirits people get to sample at this event. So if people are craft cocktail liquor aficionados, this is definitely something to put on the calendar. Um, again, it's Saturday, October 1st at Arts Quest, our Whiskey and Fine Spirits Festival. So a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, like you said, it's a Saturday, which is good. We've learned that, you know, with all of these spirits, people need the day off afterwards to <laughs> <Right>. recover. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. Um, we end every episode by sharing a recent experience we've had locally it can be somewhere you went, someone you met, something you did. Um, and Kelly, you're probably the perfect person to <laughs> share something because you are always all of the places. Um, I just want to give a little shout out to Allure Salon and Spa. Uh, I've been getting there quite a bit this summer for all of my dip manicures. Um, when we first moved to Allentown from our Nazareth apartment, I stumbled upon them because they're so close and convenient for me. And I've just loved all of my experiences there. So wanted to give them a little shout out. Uh, how about you, Kelly? Does anything come to mind? Oh my gosh. I'm like you said, I'm forever doing all of the things all of the time. <laughs> um, but my recent discovery was the Bethlehem Rose Garden Farmer's Market. <laughs> um, I One day I have to give a shout out to my gym, KSP Fitness. Um, was at the gym on a Saturday morning, which is right down the street from the Rose Garden. And after a really hard hitting workout, I walked down the street and basically ate every dessert at the market. Um, but just absolutely loved it. Like I just, it's at the Bethlehem Rose Garden on the corner of 8th and ooh, Broad, I think. Um, and it was just the sweetest little farmer's market right on the corner, a bunch of vendors that I never heard of before. Um, so I, I was just so excited to hop around to each different booth and try new coffee and hit up, obviously go to warm sugar bakery for their cupcakes. And I was so excited to try, and I'm going to butcher the name, like Flor de Sucre Patisserie. Um, she's a, a home-based French bakery and just the absolutely most delicious dessert I have ever eaten from a farmer's market just gourmet wonderful French pastries and so she was there and I was I had no idea she was there and I was excited to try it and yeah I just loved the overall atmosphere there was like live music there was a yoga class going on in the grass like I just thought it was the sweetest like experience just to go to the gym and walk down the street and go to a farmer's market. And now like now it's on my calendar for every Saturday that I can possibly go. That's that's what I'm doing. 
That's your routine. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And if anyone follows you on Instagram, they may have caught a snippet of that. Um, as you are always posting on your Instagram, Kelly Hurt and hashtag Kelly's Finds or Kel's Finds. I'm sorry. Um, and yeah, like I said, you're always out and about finding new places and people and things. And so much of what is in the magazine is discovered by you and so yeah, I mean, I'm just plugging your Instagram now because <laughs> that's a great way for people to keep up is, is to follow you there. Yes, yes. Hashtag cows finds. I'm definitely, I feel like that is that is my brand name. Like I'm yes. constantly finding things and, and I love sharing them with anyone and everybody. And I've gotten people just reaching out to me like, oh, where's like a really good restaurant for this? Or where can I go, you know, for this holiday weekend? So if anybody listening um, has has wants a recommendation in the area or, you know, just wants to follow along on my my journey through the valley, feel free to do so. I, I love discovering new places to eat, menu items, events to attend and all of that. And I'll constantly posting it because I love to share with people my finds and support the small businesses that I do find. And because I feel like that's kind of how they get discovered and known in the world is by people promoting them. So I do it personally, just as we as we do it as a magazine. So yeah, if anybody wants to follow me, feel free. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely tag your page in the show notes so everyone can can click and follow along. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh yes, it was it it was way easier than <laughs> than I originally thought, and I shouldn't have waited four months to chat with you, but I'm glad Aww. I did. <laughs> It wasn't painful. Not painful, no. <laughs> but it helps when you can when you can easily chat about, you know, the things that you love to do and the things you've done for so long. So <laughs> Yeah, all yeah, totally. This is all comes so naturally for you. I feel like we could talk best of for hours and hours. So and I know that's that's what I have to let you go do now is <laughs> keep planning and, and making this event happen so we can all attend it in a couple weeks. Yes, a couple weeks. I hope to see everybody listening, uh, purchasing tickets with that discount code. <laughs> hope I can see you all in a few weeks at the event. Perfect. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, talk to you soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Kelly and our first episode for the month of July. Be sure to grab your copy of our latest edition, which features all of the reader-voted best-of-winning businesses on newsstands now. You can expect new episodes of the LV Edit every other Wednesday. Until then, follow me at LV Style Kristen on Instagram. I'll talk to you soon.